Here it goes. One more reactions from Donald Trump on all the charges and cases against him. This time about Betty James. Get him. She knew nothing about me. I have a great company. I built an unbelievable company. That's their problem. We built a company that's really valuable. And private, you don't talk about it. And uh, unbelievable company. And But they're going to get Donald Trump. Paid millions and millions and millions of dollars in taxes in New York. They're going to get me. No, these are sick people. These are sick people. Our law enforcement has become weaponized at a level never seen before. The stakes of this election could not be more stark. Either we have a deep state or we have a democracy. We're going to have one or the other. And we're right at the tipping point. Right now, we're way leaning toward deep state. But deep state isn't strong enough. It's really a communist country, a Marxist country. Deep state's not strong enough. Deep state now is a nice term compared to what we're doing. Either we have a failed country or we have a free and successful country. And either they win or we win. It's very simple. They win or we win. Now, when I look at Atlanta, when I see what happened to Atlanta over a very short period of time, and then, you know, you have these people looking at this junk. But when I look at what happened to Atlanta in terms of safety, this was a great city at one point, and now people are fleeing. Atlanta and they're fleeing New York and they're fleeing Chicago and they're fleeing Los Angeles they're fleeing Democrat run cities essentially San Francisco one of the greatest cities in the world and now it's seriously troubled at the end of the day either the communists win destroy America or we destroy the communists because that's what they are they may go by a different name fascists, Marxists. Never forget what the demented persecution of our movement is all about. It's a demented persecution. Our enemies are desperate to stop us because they know that we, we are the only ones who are going to be able to stop them. We stopped them. We had them stopped cold. And they cheated like a bunch of dogs on the election. I promise you this, and I say it all the time, we had a great 2016, but we did much better in 2020. I say it again and again, because the fake news doesn't want to report that. They never want to report it. What happened in 2020? I said, well, I got millions more votes. Well, I never thought of it that way, sir. Let's get to another question. If you put me back in the White House, their reign will be over and America will be a free nation again. Thank you. I stand before you today as the only candidate who has what it takes to smash this corrupt system. This is a corrupt system. I mean, they go after me. Nobody's ever been gone after like me. I've had that from everybody. Sir, this has never happened to anybody. Now, they'll do it to other people if somebody else is doing what I'm doing, but the other people are going to fold. You know who they are. They're going to fold very quickly. We don't fold. We don't fold our tent and go home. And again, we want to drain the swamp, and I'm the only one that's going to do it. Nobody else is going to do it. We know the competition. We know it.
Anyone else will be absolutely ripped to shreds. These are sick, sick, sinister people. It's no wonder the swamp is getting truly desperate as they see us leading big poll after big poll after big poll. And this week's morning console poll just came out. We lead the field by 34 points with Trump at 56, to Sanctimonious at 22, Pence at 7, Haley at 3. In the Clarity Campaign poll, I don't know that poll, but I love it. It's a big deal, actually. A lot of people they interview. We're up by 56 points. Trump is at 69. DeSanctimonious is at 13. Pence is at 6. But Pence has gone down since his last, sadly, because he's a nice person. He's trying to get nasty, though, so we may have to fight a different way. All of a sudden, you notice that? All of a sudden, you get a little... Now Donald Trump says he will prevent World War III if elected in 2024. Here's the Donald. I know all the players, I deal with them and I dealt with them very successfully and they respected your president and they respected your country. And now they don't have any respect for your president or your country. To stop the Marxist prosecutors who release rapists and murderers while persecuting conservatives, I will direct a completely overtold, and this is so important, so important, a completely overhauled DOJ to investigate every radical DA in America for their illegal racist and reverse enforcement of the law. I will immediately cancel every open borders policy of the Biden administration. You can come into our country, but you have to come in legally. Under Biden, other countries are emptying out their prisons, insane asylums and mental institutions and dumping everyone right here in the good old USA following the Eisenhower model. People don't realize, but Dwight Eisenhower is very, very tough on this issue, the toughest. Very, very tough. You don't think of him as being that way, but he was very tough on this issue. We will use all necessary state, local, federal, and military resources to carry out the largest domestic deportation operation in American history. When you look at the crime statistics and you see the crime, tremendous amounts of crime are pouring into our country. But we'll get the bad ones out very fast. You know, we'll be working with the local police. They know every bad one. And we're going to give the police back the respect and honor that they deserve. I will ask every state and federal agency to identify every known or suspected gang member in America. And every one of them that is here illegally will be picked up and will be sent back to the country from which they came. And to further deter illegal immigration, I will sign a day one executive executive order. We're gonna do an executive order day one, so important, ending automatic citizenship for children of illegal aliens. Under the Biden administration, illegal aliens are treated better 
than our vets, okay? Not gonna happen. And because we're so open-armed and stupid, please come. They come. If you said you can't come, they won't come. That's why I was very successful. I said, no, we're not going to allow you to come in. And they re we really had it stopped. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. I was talking to Brandon Judd, head of Border, Border Patrol, and Tom Holman, an absolute classic. Tom Holman, you see Tom, central casting. But these guys are total pros, and we were talking recently, and they can't believe what's happened, but we can clog it up in about two weeks and really almost complete the job. Because we want people to come into our country, but we want them to come in legally. We want to know who they are, where they're from, what problems do they bring? Are they murderers? Uh, we'd rather not have you, sir. I'm sorry, you murdered four people. If you don't mind, we'd rather not have you. To save our economy from Joe Biden's inflation catastrophe and economic disaster, I will deliver tax cuts, energy price cuts, and interest rates cuts, the likes of which you have never seen before, except in the Trump administration, actually. We will pass the Trump Reciprocal Trade Act, which means if a foreign country charges tariffs or taxes on our products, we will charge their products at the exact same rate. It's called an eye for an eye. Now, some of these, these politicians, India is very high on tariffs, and China is unbelievably high. Brazil is high, a lot of them are high. And I go to some of the politicians. We had a senator from a great state in Pennsylvania who no longer ran because I wouldn't give him the endorsement. This guy fought me all the time. I said, let me ask you something to me. I said, let me ask you to me. Let me ask you this question. If China's charging us 150% tariff and we're selling the same product and we charge them nothing, would it be okay if we charge them 150? No, sir, that's not free trade. Okay, how about they charge us 150? How about we charge them 100%? No, sir, how about 50? How about 10? No, sir, no, sir, no, sir. I said, how stupid is this? Or is he representing them in some way? And all I say is reciprocal trade. If they charge us, we charge them. Now, what will happen, a lot of them will just drop it. And if they don't, that's okay, too, because we'll charge them the same thing. We'll take in billions and billions and hundreds of billions of dollars. Reciprocal trade. I spoke to a couple of senators, and then it's not their thing. Business is not their thing. And I said, uh, I described the reciprocal trade. They said, okay, let me get this straight. So they charge us, right? Yeah. And they charge us, and then we charge them the same thing, right, if they don't take it off. Yeah, that's right. You got my vote. Pretty simple, isn't it? It'll make a difference like you wouldn't believe. And it'll also bring back a lot of money into our country, a lot of jobs back into our country. But we'll also probably be putting a border tax. You know, these countries come in to raid our country. They steal our country. They're stealing it. If you look at Germany with their cars, they don't take our cars. We take their cars. And I did a lot of changes, but... We have to do something because they don't take our cars. I asked Angela Merkel, Angela, how many Chevrolets do you have in the middle of Berlin? Why, I believe nothing. I said, you're right, you have nothing. How many Mercedes Benzes and BMWs do we have? It's like you can't even see without 
seeing them all over our highways. They're very good cars. But you know what? They've got to be fair. And they're not fair because they think we're stupid. That's the only reason. They think we're so stupid. Our leaders have been stupid for so many years. We're giving away our country. We have $36 trillion in debt. We can wipe out that debt by being smart and also by being energy dominant. We will make so much money. We make so much money and sell it to countries that don't have liquid gold under their feet. We have more liquid gold. I call it liquid gold because that's why it's better than gold. We have more liquid gold under our feet than any other country in the world. Nobody knows that. I did something called Anwar in Alaska, probably the biggest find ever. I think it's bigger than Saudi Arabia, but it's at least similar, but could be bigger. The first day in office, by the way, Reagan tried to get it, he couldn't get it done. Other presidents tried to get it, they couldn't get it done. The first day in office, they terminated it. This was going to make Alaska into something like nobody's ever seen before. But the biggest beneficiary would have been the United States of America. We would have been selling that oil to Japan, to China, all over the world we would have been selling it. And, uh, but we will get that back and we'll do things. But nobody could get it approved. A friend of mine called, he said, I can't believe you got Anwar. Ronald Reagan could not do it. I will revoke China's most favored nation trade status. Can you believe it? They get a most favored. Because they say we're a growing country. We're a developing nation, they call it. We are a developing nation, so we need a big advantage over the United States. Well, we're a developing nation also, if you think. We are developing. We're developing in the wrong, in the wrong way. We're going in the wrong way. That's how we're developing. We're going to turn it around. I will gain total independence from China and we'll work with China. We'll have a great relationship. I had a great relationship with President Xi until COVID hit our shores. And that was just too much. We actually made an incredible trade deal with China. I don't even talk about it because COVID was so bad. What came out of Wuhan, the Wuhan labs. And I said that right from the beginning. I never changed. Just like I was right about Live Golf. Was I right about Live Golf? I was right. I said, you better make a deal. You guys, the golfers, you better make a deal. I was right. I called that one exactly right, didn't I? Because if they merge, if you don't make a deal, you're not going to get anything. And a lot of guys got left out in the cold. But I called this one. Much more importantly, I called this one. And I'll hold the Chinese Communist Party accountable for unleashing the China virus upon the world. And unlike my competitor, who I got elected, by the way, Rhonda Sanctimonious, who voted to gut Medicare and voted to gut Social Security three times and to raise the retirement age to 70. That's a big increase. I will always protect Medicare and Social Security for our great nation. You know, it's one thing about a politician. They can lie during a campaign, but, you know, when a guy wanted to decapitate Medicare and Social Security, and you earned those things, you know, you earned them for a long time, you've earned them. But when a guy wants to do it, and then they run and they say, no, we're, you know, we don't want to do it. We're only kidding. No, we don't want to do it. They always go back to doing it. I see that with politicians.